Good evening, and as always, thank you for uh, watching tonight, and as you can tell, I have uh, two helpers with me this evening, and would you like to tell them your name, young lady? Andrea. Andrea, and would you like to tell them your name? Tinley. Tinley. So, Andrea and Tinley want to be internet famous, so... They are always wanting to be on the nightly devotion. So uh, even though they're probably not uh, super famous in the rest of the world, uh, they sure like being on here and seeing all of your names pop up. And so uh, I want to apologize for not being on last night. Wednesday nights are just very challenging, finishing up church, trying to get things put away, and then get to my office. And so... Uh, thank you for being understanding, and you're going to have to look up. You can't put your nose in your shirt, weirdo. But, uh, uh, but tonight, uh, we are going to continue on. We had looked at King David <clears throat> and that he has died. And we tonight see that even after death, and even after everything was put in place for things to go smoothly, that there were still challenges. And many times in our life, we think, well, if I can just get enough money, or I can just get that promotion, or if I can just get to a certain retirement age, then everything will be smooth sailing after that. Uh, Andrea here, our second daughter, has had a lot of health issues. And tonight, she went and finally got some major answers, and somebody uh, did some uh, popping and aligning and, and got her lined out. And she is so, so happy after having a lot of struggles. And so uh, hopefully those will all stay in place and she will have uh, smooth sailing from here on out. She got her a new pair of glasses so she can see again. Andrea is like a whole new person. And then here in the fall, Tinley will be going to kindergarten. And she's excited about kindergarten, and she's looking forward to kindergarten. But there will still be challenges that come up. And so if you remember, Abinadab was the son of King David who tried to steal the throne. And he begged for mercy, and Solomon extended mercy. And Tonight, we're going to see that even though Solomon had extended mercy to Adimajab, and that he said, as long as you'll do what's right, I will spare you, uh, Adonijani ends up still trying to be sneaky. And so Adonijani does something. He comes to Solomon's mother, and she asks him in verse uh, 13, do you come peacefully? You know, she was still worried about whether or not uh, Adonijah was going to try to steal the throne or to try to usurp the authority that Solomon had. And he answers peacefully and then asked, may I talk with you? Go ahead. She answered. And so they begin this discussion and he says, you know, the kingship was mine. He said, all Israel accepted me to be king, but then the kingship was turned over to my brother, for the Lord gave it to him. So now I have just one request of you. Please don't turn me down. She said, go on. So he starts out by playing the pity card. 
Well, you know, I was supposed to be the king. You know, I was the one that everybody wanted. But even though God chose him, I guess I'll understand it. But I have one request. You say, well, that seems fair. That seems honest. I mean, this whole man's world had been turned upside down. But Adonijah was trying to be sneaky. He was trying to usurp the throne for his own benefit. And so she says, go on. And what he asks for is one of the King David's concubines. And if you know anything about this, uh, King David uh, had many wives and many concubines. That doesn't mean that God wanted that for him, but he did. And if you remember in the Old Testament, the concubines of the king went to the new king. It was a sign that they were in control, that they were in the authority. And so what Adonijah and I hear is he is trying to sneak into the throne. He's trying to take one of these concubines so that everyone in Israel sees that Solomon is a weak leader. And so Adonijah is trying to use someone close to Solomon to cause him great harm. Now, Solomon's mother does not know this. And so Solomon's mother goes to Solomon and says, there's just one request that Adonijah has. He would like the concubine. And as soon as that happens, King Solomon knows that something's going on. King Solomon says, who put you up to this? And she tells him. You see, King Solomon knew that this was an attack on the throne. It was someone trying to mess up what God was doing. And tonight I started the sermon by saying, that's how it is when you think you arrive, when you think you finally achieved all it is, that there does not going to be any conflict. But that's not true. Friends, you can save and invest and raise your children, and then in one moment, a decision can be made. Some kind of news can be given to you, and it rocks your world to the core. And so what happens is St. King Solomon was going to let Adonijah live a long life, a healthy life, a good life. But listen to what happens in verse 24. And now as the Lord lives the one who established me and seated me on the throne of my father David and made me a dynasty as he promised, I swear Adonijah will be put to death today. Then King Solomon dispatched Benaiah, the son of Jehiah, who struck down Adonijah, and he died. You see, David and God had um, a covenant, and God had established the throne of David. And God is the one who established Solomon on the throne. And so what Solomon says is, this is a direct attack against God. I guess we're going to get another kid up here tonight in the video. Make sure you got britches on. All right. Okay. Yeah, she's got her undies on. And so um, we see that Solomon is not just upset because of what has happened, he's upset because this is someone attacking God and God's plan and God's purpose. And so tonight, I really want you to know that when people come against you, when things happen, uh, the, the New Testament tells us that Jesus says 
Don't be upset when people oppose you. They're not against you. They're against me. And in Solomon's life, he recognized something that God had a purpose and a plan for his life. You girls are desiring to be Saul. But he knew that this could not be allowed. And so uh, Adonai is punished for his trickery, his deceit, and his wickedness. Yeah, that's Andrea. And so tonight I want you to know that God is always willing to extend mercy. You need to get up and go. But remember this, that God has a purpose and a plan. And he will fight for you. He will defend you. He will be there for you. And so tonight, if you're like Adage and I, and you've made a mistake, God will extend mercy, just like had been extended to him. But also, if tonight you're in this position of Solomon, where people are out to get you, where things are happening that you don't understand, remember that God has not abandoned you. Maybe you're like Solomon's mother tonight. And you've been used to hurt someone. And you didn't even know what was going on. God understands. And so no matter who you are in this story tonight, remember that God is not done with you. That God has a purpose and a plan for your life. And maybe you're here and you're saying, Jake, but I've messed up many, many times. As long as God has still given you breath, there's still hope. The only time that you have quenched the Holy Spirit and committed the unpardonable sin, what I believe the Bible teaches, is when you die apart from Jesus. So friends, tonight, as long as there is breath in your lungs, God has a purpose and a plan for you. As always, thank you for watching tonight. And uh, I don't know if you know this or not, I try to stay focused when I've got multiple children on me. It might not always be possible. So Andrea, tonight, can you say goodbye? Goodbye. Tilly, tonight, can you say goodbye? Bye. And can you girls scoot over? That way Leslie can get in here and say goodbye. Say goodbye. Bye. Can you say bye? Oh. <laughs> All right. And Andrea, can you hit the finish button for us tonight? Yes.